loudly, but that's about as loud as I can go without shouting. Okay, there we go. There, I've, I've got a little bit of you now, and I'm going to take what I can get. All right, so Angel Studios okay. put this together. I don't know what's going on with the phones or, or why, but it, it just is what it is. But The Shift is a movie. And the first question I had for you, Brock, as the writer-director, is were there um, psychedelic drugs involved in writing this? I'm afraid there were not. It may seem like it at times, but I have never actually done any drugs. Uh, but it, I am a lover of science fiction. And, uh, and and my faith is also very important to me. And science fiction is such a great way to talk about ideas and principles and truths in, in a different way, a different way into these things. And so it, uh, it, was, it was very much born out of that, out of my love for science fiction and my love for my faith. I love it so much too, and I knew I knew right away that it was going to be the story of Job because of the way he lost everything, got everything back. I don't want to give away the whole movie, but it is a Jobish story, is it not? It is, yeah. It's very much inspired by the Book of Job, and if you're at all familiar with that, there's definitely going to be some parts of the film where you're going to say, "Oh, oh, I see what's going on here." Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we definitely have our own path that we take with it for sure. I was getting really frustrated watching this movie. I'm not going to lie; I was like yelling. At the screen. So this is not your regular faith-based movie where it's, you know, Moses and the chariots and the, all that stuff. It is, it, it, you you got to pay attention or you're going to miss the nuances. you got to pay attention to this movie. Yeah, if this movie does reward a close uh, a close examination. Uh, you'll, you'll find a lot to dig in there. We have people already that are going back more than once because they, they, they know that there's more there. Um, but what I love is that the emotional through line, the, the relationship between Kevin and Molly, uh, our protagonist mm-hmm. and his wife, is something that people are hooking into right away, and, and they're feeling this movie uh, all the way through. I'm totally going to use her pickup line. I am. So... <laughs> Yeah, I'm 58. It probably won't go so well. All right, so the shift is going to be coming to the theaters, folks. You really need to see this to understand because there's it's almost like time travel, science fiction meets Job meets um, Sean. I mean, you've got the perfect people playing the roles. Sean Astin is constantly eating in this movie, though. I was like, dude, put the burrito down. For real. <laughs> Stop eating. It was driving me crazy. So, you know, it's just... It's just something that you could tell was a labor of love. And the guy you chose is Kevin. You could not have chosen a better guy to play Kevin. Oh, my gosh. Christopher Palaha, isn't he amazing? And he's in every scene of this movie, which is which even for a lead is, is rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he just killed it. And he really has kind of the Jimmy Stewart energy, which, which just brings you right into this film and just makes you root for him the entire time. It's so... It's it's so compelling the way that, because I believe that one day we're going to be able to do some of the things you did in this movie. And I think there are going to be the dictatorish people who won't let you have what you want. But the deceiver of them all, the devil, the man who plays the devils in so many faith-based movies that I was not expecting him to be a bad guy. <laughs> I wasn't. That threw me a little. Neil McDonough turns in what I, I mean, I think his performance is his career. Uh, it was it was actually, he did not initially, as a, as a believer, he did not want to do this, this movie. He did not want to play this part. But his wife talked him into it and said, if anybody knows how to play 
Mm-hmm. And Neil, once he heard that, he jumped in with both feet and he just did something tremendous. I can't wait for people to see what he does. It's a take on the devil you, you've never seen before. Honest to God, he's like the albino soldier guy you saw in so many movies, playing the good guy, being, you know, just he's done so many different roles. You're going to know him the second you see him. Just look up Neil McDonough, and you're going to know who he is. Sean Astin, Liz Tabish. Um, but Chris Palaha is how you say his name. He is going to be yeah. a superstar. Yeah, yeah. No, I, Chris is a guy who has been working in the industry for, for a long time. And he has been in, in several Hallmark, Hallmark movies. A lot of people know him from that. Uh, but what he's doing in this film is, well, I mean, he said it. It's everything he ever wanted to do as an actor when he was a kid. And he got to do all of it. Running like crazy, gunfights, uh, the, the romance, all of it is happening in this movie. And Chris just nailed it. I, I think you're right. I think people, he's going to turn heads with this movie and, and make people reassess who he is as an actor. People, you got to see this movie. I and and I say this about a lot of different things that I see that I get inspired by, but this one might even be life changing for some people who just keep making the same poor decision over and over and over again in their life, and they're like, "Why can't I make this right?" And it's because you're not listening to God. And I think that message is so so strong in this movie that if you let him in, you're screwed. The bad guy going to get you. Right. Right. No, there is a risk that we take with everything, with every decision we make that, that is wrong. Um, there's a risk that we take that, that we get further and further away from who we really should and want to be. But this movie also says that there there is never a time in which you can't double back, in which you can't choose uh, to go back and do the right thing. Um, and uh, it's just, it, Chris just, just beautifully embodies that as his character, Kevin. He really does. Now, what we're talking about is a movie called The Shift. It's a faith-based movie. I am so sorry about the quality of of this interview because I've been looking forward to it for a month. So I'm, I'm really angry that this happened because I've had guests on all morning. But this is a faith-based movie, and they go over very well in this part of the world. So I imagine that your movie is going to do very well. And I know your story has been one of struggle. So you deserve this. Well, thank you. It has been an eight-year struggle to get to this place. Um, started off this journey with no money and no connections, and now here we are in, in cinemas across the country with mm-hmm. a film I'm really, really proud of. Well, and I know that there was a point in time when you, you both, you and your wife, were jobless, and you were just like, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I just need to eat. So you were very yeah. kind of jobish yourself at some point. Yeah, no, we passed through several several years, four, four to five years of really just unemployment and trying to figure out this movie thing, which was not in my original plan. It really was a result of prayer that I even took this path. And then once I got on the path, there were a lot of years where I even questioned why I was on it, because it was not working out. But it was all leading to this and all things in his time. And I'll, I'll forever be grateful that we stuck it out. Aren't you proud of the people in Hollywood right now who aren't afraid to jump in with both feet on a movie like this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the fact that we have a cast as good as we do and the fact that we have a crew that was able to execute this film at the level that it's been executed is a real testament to the fact that there are people in Hollywood even who really do have a love for the Lord and really do want to do work that they are proud of on a moral level. And uh, and I, I love to see Angel Studios 
encouraging these kinds of stories even more. I think we're going to get a lot more of them. I, I see a sea change happening. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it needs to continue because people do love it. They crave it. They want to see it. Um, when I was watching the screener and my name showed up on the screen, I was like, oh, crap, devil's got my name. But, it, you know, it was um, <laughs> it was such a compelling film. I, I was honestly thinking about watching it over and over but i decided i'm going to support you and go see it at the theater because i mean you've got sean astin liz tabish neil mcdonough chris palaha the the people who are in this movie folks are no joke actors i mean they are good they're not ones whose lips move when the other guy does his line i mean these are good actors and i'm just going to give away a tiny bit of it because the whole place where you could go to the old theater or whatever it was and see different versions of yourself, I I want that to exist. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I want that to be a real thing. So how did you come up with that? Well, you know, it, it, look, as a sci-fi fan, the multiverse has always been one of those things that's just been fascinating to me. And I think we all wonder about the paths not taken. What would we have been like had we made the smallest decision change? For me, I think about when I was trying to choose between two colleges, and I chose the one closer to home, even though it was less exciting. But on the first day of college, I met my wife. But, you know, <laughs> what, if, what if I had gone to the other college? And so, you know, to, to go to a place, it's called a bike viewer theater. It's, it's, a, it's a movie theater where you can go and you can see alternate versions of yourself. I think that's a fantasy we all have to one extent or another, just to get a glimpse of what might have been. Mm-hmm. Well, and Kevin, having to see himself in another version, I felt like was almost premonitional for all of us who subliminally dream of what we coulda, shoulda, woulda. And it brought it to life. And to be able to play a role like that, that that's, that's superstar stuff right there. This movie is incredible. I don't know how much it costs to make. I don't even care. I just want everyone to go to it and to support this. It's called The Shift. It will be at Marcus Theater, but it's a limited play. So we need people to go and support it. Yeah. Yeah, and the more that we support films like this, uh, first of all, the longer it will stay in theaters. Um, and second of all, the more movies that we will get like this. And that's and that's really the hope, is that we can see a change in our culture, a change in our media by supporting movies um, that support us. Yeah. And when you find the love of your life, you will pretty much do anything to get back to them. And I think that's the seat of this movie, along with... Um, be careful what you choose because there is there is going to be a consequence and just it just goes full circle but again i'm using that pickup line just to see what happens because you know it's got to work for me too it's got to work um please tell me what happens when you do it i i will and brock this is an amazing story you have an amazing story um, again, when you watch this movie, pay close attention. It's something you can take your kids to. It'll make you think, and the most important thing is it'll make you reflect. So God bless you, and thank you for being on the show and being patient with whatever's going on weird with the phone system here. But I'm just really grateful you came on the show, Brock. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and I'm going to get everybody, and we're going to go watch your movie. It's called The Shift, everyone. Check it out. Thank you, Brock. Thank you. Uh-huh. Have a great one. You too. Bye-bye.